Charlie May welcome you to join in on modern day narratives of carnality left behind by the infamous Hester Prime. Now acclaimed and eulogized, toss your scarlet letter aside and get drawn into the authentic and trivial parables centered around sex, secrets, and scandals. Welcome to Scarlet. Welcome to Scarlet. I'm your host, Charlie May. And today, y'all ain't gonna believe it I got for y'all. This story is incredible. I have a friend of a friend, and um, I met him at a football game. I was going to the football game thinking I was gonna eat popcorn, uh, see some nice asses out on the field. I got so fixated on this dude's story my friend had told me he's a very transparent guy so I, I went up and talked to him and um his story amazed me for three hours I did nothing but talk to this guy so I can't wait for y'all to meet him and um this is tip for tat the indelible couple let's get him on the phone call this cat right now y'all are gonna go nuts over this story you you ain't even gonna believe it Let's get him on the phone. How you doing, buddy? I'm good. How are you? Good. I have you live here. I've already told the audience about your story, and we are excited to hear about it. Awesome. Okay. Give it to me, baby. So how in-depth do you want me to, to get? Get as in-depth as you want. Okay. You got pretty in-depth right. with me. Okay. So... I was married for for 22 years, and we had a couple friend that we hung out with, friends, I should say, and we were extremely close to them. We were dear friends that traveled all around the world together, and we had gone on a trip to Daytona and gone out and had a great time that evening. And, and I, re I remember that you said your, your children even called them uncle and, and aunt, correct? Like that they, is, it was so close, a, such a close relationship. Yes, that, that is correct. And I'm sorry, I left that out. It, it's our kids all grew up together. We were aunt and uncle to each other's children's and it was, we were just very close friends, spent a lot of time together. And on that evening in Daytona, we had gone out and had a nice dinner, hit a few bars, drank a lot as we did very often and came back to the hotel and it was a two bedroom suite. So one large area in the middle and then we each had our own bedrooms and my wife and I made love and felt we both fell asleep and or slash passed out and shortly thereafter I saw him come into the room and my wife now ex-wife looked up at him very lovingly and 
kissed him and he took her by the hand and they walked out of the room and I was trying to figure out if what I was seeing was real or if it was a dream. And a few minutes later, I had finally figured out, hey, something's not right. This is, I'm not dreaming this. That just actually happened. And I walked out of the bedroom into the main part of the suite and found my best friend on top of my wife. And I couldn't believe what I saw. And I walked up behind them. She was on her back. He was facing away from me and walked over and said, you know, what the hell are you doing? And they both looked very surprised. And he exited her (laughs) and uh, went and sat down. And at that point, I yelled at his wife to come in to the, the suite, the center of the suite, and to witness what was going on. So she came in, we all had a talk, and they went their separate ways. My wife and I went our separate ways, and we decided to actually fly home that evening, or early morning, I guess I should say, and discussed it in depth. I made a choice to stick around uh, because I did not want to break up my family. That was the last thing I wanted to do. When my best friend and his wife went their separate ways, they had several discussions and it was determined that this was not his first time. He was a serial uh, offender and had several affairs. So they got a divorce immediately. I stuck around for seven years after that. I can't can't remember in those seven years, did she, how was that relationship between y'all in those seven years? It was never the same. Um, I tried my best to forgive her and to forget what had happened. And for a period of time, for a few years, it worked okay. It it did pretty well. The family was together. Um, we were getting along. And then I realized that it was happening again. I would catch her in little lies. And one day my son and I walked in on her having a conversation with a guy and she lied and said that she was talking to her female boss and I could hear a guy on the other line calling out to her because she had stopped talking to him. So I never actually walked in on her having sex with someone else or witnessed that, but I knew that it was continuing to happen. I'm going to be honest. 
uh, every, and I don't mean to laugh. This is the craziest, sh- you know, when you first told me the story. I mean, this is the craziest shit. I've done some scandalous shit. I'd never go to this far of, on the edge of doing something so destructive. It it blows. It literally blows my mind. I just think that what happened was after I decided to stick around and forgave her after the first occurrence. I think she had. She felt like she had carte blanche and she could just do whatever she wanted to do. And I think she felt like it wouldn't matter that I would stick around no matter what she did to me. And Mm. then after a period of time, things had gotten so bad. We were living in separate parts of the house. Um, She had filed for divorce. And I once again talked her out of it. And I did it for one reason and one reason only, and that was to be able to maintain the family structure, to be with my kids. Um, and she finally acquiesced, and we decided to stay together. And things continued to get worse after that. Uh, and then so two years after that, I file for divorce and we actually went through with it and um what year was that was that still that, in year seven that was uh that was well that would have been nine nine then okay so during that entire time i had stayed in contact with the female half of our old best friend couple. Uh, She kind of helped me and guided me through the divorce process um, and was a confidant and still a dear friend. I, nothing had ever happened, you know, with she and I to make me not think that she was a dedicated friend. So during that time period after I got divorced, all of my friends, uh, my mother especially, wanted me to ask her out and to see if she would go on a date with me. And at this time, um, what about your children? Were they, how were they feeling after the divorce? Well, one of them was old enough that he was very inquisitive and he did a lot of investigation and figured out why his aunt and uncle went away so quickly and why he never saw them again. And he figured out what had happened. And we had made a decision Uh, when we got divorced, that we would not tell the kids what had happened and why we got a divorce. It's just that we couldn't get along. But he, as I said, figured it out. And to my knowledge, the other one doesn't know. And I'm in hopes that that stays that way. Um, But everybody was pressuring me to, to ask her out and to go on a date and to see if that would work out and it 
it felt very strange to me. It felt like I would be asking my sister out. It, it, she was just such a close, dear friend that it didn't seem like there would be ever be an opportunity for a romance there. And some time went by and she was dating other people. I was dating other people. And finally I got the courage to, to ask her out and was in hopes that she could make that flip from friendship to romance. And I asked her out and she was dating another guy and she said, look, I, I don't know if I can do this. And frankly, I have to give this a chance, this other relationship. And I said, no problem. So I, we stayed in touch, obviously, like we always had. And a few months later, I called her and we were talking. And she confessed that she and this other guy had broken up. So I, the following day called her and said, look, I want us to go on a real date, on an actual date. And she agreed, and we did so, and had an amazing time. It was absolutely incredible. We were out until 4 o'clock in the morning. And we have been dating ever since. And I words just cannot describe how I feel about her. Um, it's just amazing. And, and I've confided this to her that when I was married, I really truly thought that I was in love and that was as good as it was going to get. And since then, after dating her for two years, I've realized that I have feelings for her that I never, ever felt for my ex-wife. It's just so much better. And I think having started with a 25-year friendship before you became romantically involved was a huge benefit, a huge benefit. When you and, guys first started um, dating on that date, were y'all? Did you guys ever sit down and say, "Can you believe this shit happened? Can you believe what?" Yeah, happened? we've laughed about it many, many times, but we we had talked about it so much after she got divorced and before I did that it was kind of we were both kind of just over it at that point. We've talked about it and laughed about it, and I'm. I'm not going to say that in the, in the ultimate scenario, best of all worlds, my family would still be together. Having said that. But you would have, su you would have suffered by the hand of that though. Uh, with the yes. loveless, with the loveless. It's a marriage. give and take. Yeah. And it was truly that. It was truly that we were, we were roommates. We were not romantically involved for years. And she was living in a separate bedroom. I was, you know, living on the other side of the house. And it was just 
we did our best to be cordial to each other in front of the kids. But we were all still together. And the situation I have now is the best possible situation that could have ever arisen after being divorced. It's, it's just amazing. I mean, I, I just can't emphasize enough what a great relationship we have and how much fun we have and how much I love her. And I just want to be with her all the time. I can't get enough of her. Well, the story makes me cry. You know, just, I, I have met her. I met her at the game that day and I also met her son and the energy, oh, the energy between you two is, is just undeniable it, and it's such positive energy and the love you have for each other and it and the spark and and it's it's so transparent and it's you have nothing to hide with her and she has nothing to hide with you it, yeah it brings well we've tears known each other eyes. for so long that we pretty much know everything about each other and that's one thing that i forgot to tell you is that we realized after we started dating that our kids had, unbeknownst to us, behind our backs, they had been trying to get us together. And we didn't realize that. But they were trying to put the places, the, the pieces in place to be able for us to, to be together romantically instead of just friends. And all the and, children now are, are good. The, the yeah, whole, no, everybody's great. Everybody's, everybody's great. great. Everybody gets together really, really well. Um, you know, they, for the most part, grew up together. Now, there was a, yeah. a long period of time that they they didn't see each other, but they knew each other as kids, and they're all a very similar age. So, yeah, it's it worked out extraordinarily well, it, as well as it could possibly uh, have worked out and as a matter of fact she just walked in good i get the the honors again of of talking to mrs indelible i can't wait <laughs> the unbelievable so, would you like for me to put my phone on speaker or yeah, would you I'd like love to, to talk to you okay. both yeah okay let's do that okay hold on one second Okay, so we should all be together now. Wonderful. Hello. Hey, girl. You know I'm waiting for that amber perfume to be in my stocking over Christmas. Oh, good. Good for you. You're going to love it. Oh, my gosh. She had on this perfume that is to die for, ladies, if you're out there. It is so good. You want to tell them what it is? <laughs> it is amber. Uh, amber essence is what it's called. A-M-B-R-E. And I use the the color blue. They have like five different colors that they go by, and it's called Solace. And it is um, it's an essential oil perfume that I just fell in love with about five or six years ago. And it's I get so many compliments on it. I've had I've been stopped by the TSA agents at the airport before um, to ask me what I'm wearing. So it is just my favorite scent, and I, I absolutely love it. They make lotion and soap and 
um, I think they even make deodorant. I don't have the deodorant, but they make all sorts of stuff. But I just absolutely love it. You're going to love it. It stopped me in my tracks. You know, I was like, <laughs> I had to pull up my phone. Can you tell me what it is? You know, I, I just couldn't wait. So it's so <laughs> nice. You know, your energy is is just magnetic. I, I just really fell in love with the both of you. And Well, uh, thank you. That's so sweet of you. And I know the love that he just confessed to me about you, I know you feel the exact same way. How was that whole process for you going with it, going through all that? Well, I don't know what he said because I was gone. So I don't know what he has said so far. I told, I told him, the I told him when you threw up in your mouth a little bit when <laughs> I asked you out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. You know, um, I don't know if I told you that we were such good friends for so long and when um, I had ended a previous relationship, um, had said, you know, I would like to ask her on a date. We should date. And I was like, what are you talking about? You're like my big brother, like, you know, best friend. Like, I, I don't want to lose that friendship. So he said, just give me a chance. And I asked my best friend and I said, what do you think? And she's known. I think I just said your name. No, I no, didn't. No, no, you stopped short. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> I asked my best friend for advice and, and she said, what do you have to lose? You know, you're such good friends. And you've known each other for so long. So going on that first date, I am telling you, it was the most fun I have ever had. Did he tell you about the first date? Okay. I didn't know that it was the most fun you've ever had, but wow. I didn't go into details on the day. I just said we went on a date and we were out until 4 a.m. Yeah, till 4 a.m. Yeah, till 4 a.m. Yeah. Till 4 a.m. Were y'all at the and strip was, club or what were y'all doing out? Well, let me tell you, it started out with dinner and it was a fabulous, fabulous dinner. And we go back there um, for our anniversary and special occasions. And then after dinner, we went to a comedy show. He knows I love comedy, comedy clubs and com comedians, live comedy. So we went to that, surprised me. The whole night was a surprise. And then we went to um, a bar down on Mass Ave and, um, you know, shared a bottle of wine, made friends with people around us. And that was at like one in the morning. And then we decided we wanted to go dancing. And so we went to a dance club and danced our butts off for two hours till, you know, 3.15 in the morning. And then we got an Uber and Ubered all the way home. It was wonderful. So and it ended with a hug. Because, oh. you know, a hug after the first date with someone that I've been friends with forever. That's how I just wasn't ready to, you know, have that first kiss. So that happened a few dates later. Yeah. And I, I failed to mention that she made me wait a very, <laughs> very, very, very long time before we really were romantically. Like a year? It seemed about like 10 years. <laughs> But Which it was really a month. It was, it was months. It was months. Yeah. yeah. It was, I said 27 dates and he said, okay, well, how about I leave and come back 27 times tonight? And <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. That, that did not work. <laughs> yeah. I want to know how you guys got over that deceit that was left behind mm. from your exes. How, how long did that take and how hard was that for you? Did you think that you would find love again? Well, I have been divorced for 11 years now. So, um, and, you know, I met met him, well, started, I've known him for 27 years. But I think it took me, honestly, to go back to the beginning of my divorce. It took me a good two years to get over my ex-husband's, 
you know, betrayal and everything that happened and, oh, everything that happened with, you know, his ex-wife and everything that happened. So it took me a good two years to forgive. And then after that, I went through a few relationships, um, longer relationships with men that just didn't end up happening. It just wasn't the right time, the right person, the right situation. So it, you know, if that's your question of how long it took to get over the deceit, I got over the deceit, but I think the trusting men thing probably took me a lot longer. And I just knew that I could trust him because I, I knew what kind of man you are. You know, and it was just something that I didn't have to worry about that. So that's made a huge difference um, in this relationship is that I don't have to worry about that aspect of it. So did you know that finding him was what true love was all about? Had you ever missed love in in your relationship with your ex-husband like it was with with him? Have I ever missed it? Is that what you said? I guess I want I guess I want to know if you with your ex-husband, if you had a loveless marriage? Ah, I see what you're saying. You know what? It probably wasn't a loveless marriage, but I probably, um, I take my responsibility in, you know, working too much, starting up a business. Um, my things that I probably didn't focus on us enough as a couple, we focused on the kids too much and things, but I don't think it was a loveless marriage because I think I will always have love for him because he's the father of my children. Um, so no, I don't think it was, it was a loveless marriage. It was just the things that had happened. I could not get past and move on. And I, and I think if you're married to somebody for as long as we were both married, if, if you say that you don't have still a little bit of a spot in your heart for them because they're your co-parent and because you were married for so long. I think that's a lie. I mean, you, you still have something in there for them, Mm -hmm. but it's just, and and I, I shared with her that I feel for you more than I ever felt for my ex-wife. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I just, it, it's difficult for me to be able to put that in words, but I can tell you that my love for you is so much stronger and deeper and just, I wish I had an eloquent way of you just did. You that, just but. you just did, and you tell me all the time, and I absolutely love that. So, and I think also that we realize at this, you know, age we're older now, and we know what we want and what we don't want, and we also know what it takes to make it work. And I think when you're younger and you're raising kids and you're in a different phase of your life, I just I don't know if, you know, we don't we're not if we knew what we knew then we probably wouldn't be divorced, right? <laughs> And luckily enough for me, she dated a couple of guys prior to me that turned out to be real assholes, which makes me look kind of somewhat normal. Exactly. I tell you, the story goes from Penthouse Forum to a Hallmark movie. It's, it's, <laughs> it's seriously, you know, it, the, the story never gets old for me, ever. <laughs> now, where's this cat today, the ex-husband? Where's this who? Where's this cat today, the ex-husband? Oh, the cat. Yes. Where's this cat today? He is, um, he remarried uh, one of my other friends that lived down the street. (laughs) He was having an affair with her 
before he hooked up with his ex-wife and um they ended up together and they ended up married and they are still together today that's some weird shit that's some weird- <laughs> yeah and you know what's funny though he oh, has been very mature and um adult like yeah very- okay thank you very adult like in our relationship mm-hmm. Uh, he told you that you had his blessing yeah. and, and mm-hmm. that he was, he happy, was for happy for you and yeah. that you know, obviously he knows me and he felt like it was a good thing and that conversely my ex um, will not look at me. Yeah, she won't speak to it. She's very rude. She won't speak to her. Mm-hmm. Um, she's just very immature and I think jealous mm-hmm. to be frank. Yeah. How do the and, kids and I, I treat think, her, your ex? Uh, they still love her as their mother. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And I've tried my best to make sure that, and I shared with you, you know, one of my kids figured it out. And I've tried to do my best to make sure that he never burned that bridge. And he made a comment to me at one point that I love her. She's my mother, but I don't have to like her. And that makes perfect sense. And, and kind of to build off of the whole kid thing, I think that a lot of couples make the mistake that that I think that we made in both of our marriages. And I, I think that our exes did the exact same thing, that we, our kids were our world. And we devoted so much time and effort to, the, to them that our relationships suffered. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. And and I think there's a lot to be learned there that when young couples have children, they have to understand that if it weren't for them, they wouldn't be having children. And their relationship needs to come first or it won't be around. That's exactly right. If someone would have told me that before I got married or really encouraged that in the beginning of my marriage, you know, remember you guys were here first. You guys were a couple first before the kids came and you've got to keep that spark alive. You've got to keep the romance there. You have to keep the relationship going because that will wane if you don't work at it. Um, So yeah, I totally agree with him. So do you guys think that, um, and I, you're getting ready to say something, but I, I do want to know if you guys saw this entire process being the end to what was your fate of being together, going through the the whole experience and the whole situation. Do you see it as a a silver lining in in the in the way that your life was pathed to be? Yeah, I, I to to a certain degree, I think we we do. Uh, I I think that, and I I think you would agree mm-hmm. that if we both had our way, uh, 
we'd still be in our original marriages and still be with our families and mm-hmm. everybody would still be together and the affairs wouldn't have happened and yeah kids would have grown what, up yeah with two parents in the same house and that would have been the best way to have it happen agreed but since it didn't the silver lining is that this is by yeah. without question undeniably as good as it could possibly be minus that one scenario <laughs> Yeah, I would agree. You know, and I just I got out left work to come here and on my on my window was a post-it note that says, "Do you know that you are loved?" and and he who left that for you? Yeah, and <laughs> <laughs> and he will do this now and then and just surprise me with things like this that um that are just amazing. Just little things like a post-it note, right? That I have on my window when I walk out of work. What percent do y'all feel loved by one another? I know it'd be really cool to say like a thousand percent, 110 percent. <laughs> but the reality of it is there's only 100 percent available. So 100 percent without question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I would I would say that, too. I would say 100 percent. And I think that's what we both realize is that you have to give 100 percent at all times, because maybe the other person that day doesn't have quite a hundred percent. Right. And so maybe you can make up for that. Um, but, and maybe it's because it's been a little bit over two years that we've been together as a couple that it's still new. I'm not sure, but we also know that we don't want that to go away. And so we're going to work hard to make sure that that, that doesn't happen and that we are always giving hundred percent. Would you and remarry? That, did, what, what was that? Would you remarry? We've talked about that. We have talked about that. And we both have said that, um, that we don't feel the need to be married. We're not going to have more kids. Um, we don't need the paperwork, but, uh, you know, it's, I don't think it's out of the question. It's not off the table completely like, Oh, I can't get married. I don't believe in marriage anymore, but we don't really feel the need to do that. Uh, we don't have, you know, young kids at home that we need to, you know, show that we're, Committed on paper. That being said, um, did you tell them about my anniversary gift? No. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So I've got to tell you this quick story. So for our second anniversary, he took me to our favorite restaurant that we went to on our first date. And, and we said we weren't going to do gifts. We we're just going to do cards. And we're sitting there. And he says, um, I just this beautiful not speech, but, you know, it's beautiful start out saying, I love you. And I know I want to be with you the rest of my life. And I know we've talked about not getting married, but you deserve a a diamond, but you deserve more than one diamond. You deserve two diamonds. And he puts this box in front of me. And I was shocked because we weren't going to do gifts, remember? And I open it up and it's a set of diamond earring studs. And he said, those were my grandmother's and my mom has worn them for the past years, but they were my grandmother. So my mom wore them and my grandmother wore them and I had them reset for you. And I just was blown away. So to me, I haven't taken them out since, by the way, um, that right there is just, these are a symbol to me of our commitment. Um, and it was just very special that, you know, we don't need a diamond ring to show that we're committed to each other, but that was so special to me. Although, and thank you. (laughs) uh, The the thought, has been coming up in my mind more and more. Yeah. And I just of of marriage and 
I don't know. I guess I just want to show her maybe in a different or better way how much I can. Just give me a 10 carat ring and put it on my finger and it's all good. Yeah. All right. Don't sign the papers. That sounds good to me. Yeah, because 10 carats of cubic zirconia is not that much. Right, I mean, right. Yeah. That'd be more than $20, $25. Mr. Indelible, where's your yeah. ex-wife now? She is still living around here. Um, she's... Alone? Seven miles. Yeah, I mean, she's dated um, different people. She's probably seven miles um, from me. And I, and I, I will have to say... You know, there's a lot of things that I could criticize her for, but being a mother would be not be one of those. She's a she's a wonderful mother, and so we decided that we would stay, you know, close, same school system, yada yada yada, to um, make sure that the kids remained somewhat their lives remain somewhat stable and consistent. So, and I think that we do a pretty good job of co-parenting. Sounds mm-hmm. like both you know, of you do. Yeah. I, I would agree with exes. that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The kids have always, we've always been sure not to bad mouth the other parent to the kids, um, you know, be civil to each other and just, you know, go to kids games and get together for, um, well, you're better at birthdays. birthdays and all that stuff. Yeah. We never did that. We never did birthdays and holidays together, but we did, you know, graduations and sports and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it's been, it's been good. Well, I wish you both the best and you know, I'm going to keep in touch with you and I, I need a part two cause there's going to be a lot of questions that are <laughs> going to come, you know, it's, it's so much for just a short amount of time. I spent three hours with y'all going through the whole, the entire story. <laughs> I was fixated on it the entire time. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fantastic. Uh, it's it's quite a story. It is, and yes. it, it ends very well. There's some crazy shit. There's some lots yeah. of you know betrayal and unbelievable stuff. And you think, what the hell happened? And how could he he do that? How could she do that? But I look back now, and you know, it was so long ago um, that how it's ended up. It, I hate to say it's all worth it, but it was. I'm the luckiest man on the face of the earth. Oh my God. See how this, this is why I love this story. (laughs) It is just the decided fate. It is, it is unreal how the story unfolded. Mm-hmm. Well, you've met her and you've met me. Oh, I mean, man, your, look energy, at me your energy is infectious, I'm telling you. Look at her. Why would she ever end up with somebody like me? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's just stunning. Because you're a, you're a wonderful, handsome man who treats me like a queen. That's why. Yeah. You're, that's, so, I wish oh, that were true. <laughs> see, I love that. <laughs> yeah. Guys, I so appreciate your time today. You're and, welcome. And Thank you. Know, you. We will be back in touch together to do another okay we hope so i wish you both the best and i love you very much girl send uh, me a picture of those earrings okay all right i will all I'll right be take care love y'all take care love, love you, you too, too. Bye. Bye-bye. bye-bye with charlie may